Amen, amen. Hey, would you guys help me thank all of our worship leaders that are leading this morning? Y'all are incredible in all of our campuses. And can we thank the Lord who gave them the gifts to lead us in worship? You guys look amazing. Uh, why don't you go ahead and grab a seat on this very special last worship service of 2023. Hey, if you're under 12 and you're in the room, I see you and I want y'all to make some noise. Could you shout if you're a kid spring kid and you're in the room? Yeah, we welcome you. Thanks for coming and worshiping with us. Mom and dad, I wanna give you the green light. If yours have the wiggles and the squiggles, it is A-okay. So you do whatever you got to do up in here. Uh, praise God for Kids Spring. We'll be back in full function next week with a brand new series in Kids Spring and a brand new series on a Sunday morning. But we have a family service today and I am so pumped that we're here. Back in 1738, we'll tell you a story. There was a small group of, of uh, folks that were praying on December the 31st over in London, England. Uh, in that group was John and Charles Wesley. And as they prayed that year, they were praying because there was less than 5% of the people around England were going to church. Alcoholism was rampant. Slavery was rampant. It was in full bloom at the time. And they got together and started praying and asking for a, a, the Lord to do a work. John and Charles actually write in their journal that about three in the morning, in the middle of the night, the Holy Spirit uh, was so with them that there was weeping all through the room with joy. And that, that year is the year that as they look back, they saw that what we now call the Great Awakening sparked. But it happened because a few small people showed up and said, God, I wanna focus on you right as this year turns over and focused on the Lord headed into the next year. I read that this morning in just a little historical fact about this day, and it's encouraged me as I look out, and we don't have just a few small folks in the room. We've had a lot of folks come to church today across the campuses. And so well done, way to be here. So here's what we wanna do today. We wanna take that Psalm 100, and we wanna look at it. And before we jump into 2024, we wanna do a good job looking back and saying thank you to God for 2023. So on all of our campuses, can you help me by saying the word Thank you on three, nice and loud. One, two, three. Thank you. Isn't that word amazing, mom and dad? Like when you don't have to tell your parents, uh, mom and dad, you don't have to say this to your kids. Kids, what do we say? Thank you. When it just happens naturally. I know sitting at my breakfast table when the kids, I've got three of them. One of them sitting with me in the service this, this morning, Mary Bradford. She's holding down the front row over here all by herself. She's doing great. I don't know if y'all can see her. But she, she will tell her mama, thank you for the oatmeal or thank you for the orange juice. And when you hear that word, thank you in the wild and nobody has to prompt it, it's an amazing sound, isn't it? Now with that in mind, what would it sound like for us as the children of God to turn back and look at God and say, thank you for 2023. And I wanna show you how you do it, especially when you don't feel like doing it. That's where we're going today. Hill, if you got your Bible, would you open it up to Psalm 100? And we've read it. These five verses, I want you to get a text copy in front of you, or maybe you gotta click there. But let me show you what Psalm 100 says. It's a psalm of thanks. Let's read it together. It says, make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Let me give you a chance to do that. Would you make a joyful noise real quick on all of our campuses? Yeah, yeah make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Everybody smile. Doesn't that make you feel good? Serve the Lord with gladness. That's awesome. Come into his presence with singing. That's what we've been doing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us 
and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. That's awesome. Verse four, enter his gates with thanksgiving. There's that thank you. And his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Awesome. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Five verses, that's Psalm 100. Now, what I wanna do today is I want to, as best I can, take us on a brief, but I think inspiring journey for what New Spring Church got to experience over this last year. That's what we're gonna do in just a moment. Just over the high water marks of what we got to see, and we're gonna turn and say thank you to God. But there are two points from this text that I want you to write down that all the other actions and emotions hang on. So there's a whole lot of commands. Make a joyful noise or serve the Lord with gladness or, or come into his presence with singing or praise the Lord or give him thanks. All of these doing and feelings, they hang on two truths that we see the grounds for in this passage. And I think the psalmist is trying to tell us how to do this. We actually start by having to know something between our ears. And those two things are in verse three. We need to know that God is God. You need to know that. It's key down at the base level, the foundational level, in order to do the right things, in order to feel the right things, we gotta know the right things between our ears. And you need to know that God is God. Would you say that with me on three? One, two, three, God is God. And then the second thing you need to know is found in verse five, and it's that God is good. Can you say that out loud? God is good. Awesome kids, spring kids, y'all are helping us this morning. God is God and God is good. And those two truths will help align our emotions and our feelings and our attitudes and our actions. And that's the way the Lord leads us. So I wanna share with you a couple of things that in 2023, New Spring Church was able to see that God was God and God was good. And so 364 days ago, we entered into 2023, hard to believe. And one of the things that I will always remember for our church in 2023, it was the year that New Spring Church got out of debt. Come on, parents, can I hear a little yelling for a get out of debt? All right, can everybody read this number right here? What number is this one right there? What number is that? 45, that's $45 million in 2017 that this church had, and that debt was used to build all of the buildings that we're now worshiping in across the state. That was the infrastructure for our church and we had that much debt. But then you can see down, 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 down. And last year we got to 5.5 right before the start of the new year in December of 2022. This time last year we had $5.5 million in debt and as we started 2023, New Spring Church got out of debt. I will always be grateful for that. Now, what's really cool is I wanna look at everybody and I wanna say thank you guys that have been a part of this church. Thank y'all that have, listen, it's just everyday ordinary men and women tithing and giving, being a part of the church and sacrificially making a way to put God first. Thank you. But you know what? The good news is not only are we out of debt, now we can take our resources and we can continue to focus them in more intentional spaces and the next thing I wanna tell you, because getting out of debt's not the mission of the church, the mission of the church is the gospel, 
We need facilities to do that. And since we've gotten out of debt, the very next thing we were able to do was we were able to plant our very first church in 2023, and we were able to do it in Kenya. Do y'all remember this? So this is actually our church plant in Kenya here up on the video screen. And that's Pastor Simon. And uh, Pastor Simon and his family uh, finishing up seminary and were able to go into full-time ministry, he and another associate pastor. And in 2023, we were able to take our resources and help them plant. This is not a, a satellite. This is its own church, but the name of the church is called New Spring. And it's over in Kenya right now. And we were able to plant our very first church of the 2030 vision, which is a vision to plant 10 churches. And we were able to do that this year. God has been God and God has been good. That happened this last year, amen? The next thing I wanna bring up, another high water mark, and you hear the sounds of them all over the room is I wanna celebrate what God did in Kenya, or excuse me, in Kids Spring this last year. So we've got all of our sweet Kids Spring kids, but did you know this year in Kids Spring across our campuses, we had an average, an average y'all, of 3,000 kids in Kids Spring every single week. Every single week across the state we had 3,000 kids being loved on and served, being shown Jesus on their level, being given the Bible and songs. I've got three of those kids. They were in Kids Spring as many weeks as they could be. 3,000 kids, and many of you served them in Kids Spring. Many of you were small group leaders or, or were room leaders. And man, what an incredible ministry we've got in Kids Spring. I wanna brag on them for just a moment because we don't get a chance to do this often. But did you know that our YouTube channel for Kids Spring has over 100,000 subscribers? that are playing the music of Kids Spring, that's Bible-rich music. Not only that, we've got over 100 countries that download our free Kids Spring curriculum every single month. It's like 139 countries, y'all, are listening to our content, downloading it in their churches across the world or in their missions groups across the world. And that's being provided right here by our church. And it's a way we sow into the kingdom. Our Kids Spring ministry saw God be God and God be good this last year, amen. Thank every one of you guys that are a part of sowing and all of you parents that trust us with your kids. We're so grateful for that. And thank y'all for leading and loving and serving the next generation. It's a big deal. While we're talking about the next generation, I wanna to talk to you about our students and student ministry because they had a fantastic year. Our Fuse student ministry this last year saw over 7,200, 7,200 individual middle schoolers and high schoolers come to Fuse. Take that number in for a moment because you're gonna hear a lot of bad news about the next generation. You're gonna hear a lot of things that make a, the, the, the multi level, or excuse me, the 24-7 news cycle talking about the next generation. But we have over 7,000 students that made their way to Fuse this year at New Spring Church. Now, here's what's really cool. Over 3,900 of them came to Fuse this year for the very first time. What that means is we've got students that are inviting their friends, their classmates, their neighbors, their teammates, and we've got parents and small group leaders that are putting their arms around their sons and daughters and bringing friends and family with them to Fuse. And we have seen incredible things at Fuse this last year. Uh, our students know this, but I want you to know at your church, there is a move of God happening in the next generation. And this year, we also got a chance to take all of those students and get back to Gauntlet, our summer camp together. How many of y'all were excited about Gauntlet this last year? 
We saw 2,800 students, souls, come to Gauntlet this year in Clemson, South Carolina. First time we were able to do that all together again since 2020. And we want to make sure you know these dates. The students already got told this at Fuse at the Christmas party. But this year, June 24th through the 28th, that's Gauntlet Week this coming year. So if you need to plan it, mark your calendars, if you want to take off and be ready to serve, if you want to love on uh, the students of our church or make sure your son, daughter, grandson, granddaughter, their friends are there, go ahead and put this date on the calendar. God is doing incredible things in the students of our church. And we say, God, you're God, and God, you're good. And we don't want to blow by 2023 without saying thank you. Can y'all say thank you, God? Thank you, God. Something else we're thankful for. This year, we got to love our neighbor in lots of intentional ways. But we got to do a 4SC serve day during our Be Last series. Y'all remember this this last fall? And we were out serving in our community and we got to partner on this weekend with 88 of our ministry partners, parachurch ministries partners in our communities. And we saw 2,000 of you guys show up on a serve day and love on all of these partner ministries. So I wanna say Thank you for the way you inspire that you don't just come to church, but you actually walk out of the church and you are willing to be the church. And just like one of our family values out there on the wall, we wanna show visible love. We don't wanna just tell people Jesus loves you. We wanna show them that Jesus loves you. We wanna do it with a kingdom mentality that's not out there trying to compete with other churches, but that locks arms with other churches in our communities and tries to serve the needs of each one of our communities. And I just want you to know, I'm inspired by the way you served this last year. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From your pastoral team, from the elders of the church, you guys are doing a fantastic job of loving our neighbor. And this year, we got to see that in a real impactful way. Uh, as a matter of fact, right after our serve day, I got an email. I'm not gonna say the name of the church, but this other church is an incredible church in our state. They, they uh, are, have a really large footprint, and we partnered with this church in serving in one of our cities, and they wrote us an email saying, thank you, you guys were inspirational in the way you loved and served. It encouraged our church to get more intentional with the way we love and serve in our communities. And that's because what God is doing in your life. So God's been God, God's been good. Thank you, God. Uh, the last video I wanna show you is church, we got to see some incredible things by way of salvations and baptisms this last year. We saw 643 people not raise a hand, not just pray a prayer, but raise a hand, pray a prayer, and meet with and talk to and be followed up with, uh, with, a, with a, a ministry pastor or counselor at one of our services on a Sunday morning, 643 times people profess Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior for the very first time this last year. And that's the ones that we have record of. If somebody raised their hand and they didn't walk forward, if somebody prayed a prayer and didn't tell us, we don't know about that, but we know about 643 souls that profess Christ as their Savior and their Lord, said, Jesus, you are Lord this year. And in addition to that, over 750 times, people stood in the waters of baptism with friends and family and classmates and neighbors around and said, Jesus is Lord, and, and they went forward in public in baptism this last year. Sometimes you saw that in the service. Sometimes you saw that at Fuse. Sometimes you saw that in the atrium after the service. But over 750 times, we got to see people profess and testify to Jesus is Lord. Uh, so encouraged in the, in the last service, uh, we saw some really cool things, but my daughter who's sitting right down here, she has professed Christ as her savior. But one of the things that she told me 
and you'll get a chance to have this conversation in just a bit, was that in 2024, she wants to get baptized. She's ready to get baptized publicly. So we're gonna do that this year. But God is God and God has been good. And we got to see God do some incredible things through your sacrificial giving, our overflow offering. We've seen over 2,000 families get involved in that. And with still days to give to the overflow offering, we've seen over $2 million be given to our Aiken campus and to our church planters that'll be planting in 2024. This is an incredible thing. But before we turn and look into 2024, I need your participation one more time and then I'm gonna get it turned back over to you. Can everybody touch their head real quick? Can everybody touch their heart? And can everybody show me their hands? All right, say it with me. Head, heart, hands. One more time. Head, heart, hands. The reason I want us to do this is because so often when it comes to doing the right thing with our hands or feeling the right thing with our heart, as a parent, I mess this up so often. I don't know if you're like me, but your kids ask you, why should I do that, daddy? Why do I have to? And my answer, the majority of the time is, because your mother said so. <laughs> or because I said so. Or I say, just do it. But when you read Psalm 100, do you notice that God, that's not how he leads us. Now he could say that. He said, well, just because I said so. Or he could say, he could say just do it. But God doesn't say, make a joyful noise because I said so. God doesn't say, enter my courts with thanksgiving and just do it. He actually starts with what we know and what we know leads to how we feel and how we feel leads to what we do. Head, heart, hands. And so what I wanna put before us before we move into a time where you're gonna get to put some of this into practice is just I wanna give you that as a resource and a tool for how you lead and influence and inspire in your homes, in your workplaces, in the community that don't just start with your feelings. Don't let your feelings lead. Sometimes they'll lead you in the wrong direction. Don't just start with do the right thing because sometimes you don't want to do the right thing. I know I don't want to always do the right thing or feel the right way, but we have to start with what we know. And in 2023 and into 2024, verse three and verse five of Psalm 100, we know that God is God and we know that God is good. And when you start there between your ears and you get your mind around that, Lord, help me to know you're God. Help me to know you're good. Then your feelings will fall into alignment your attitudes and your emotions will begin to fall in. And then out of that, we'll begin to do the right things. So I wanna pray for us and then we're gonna get a chance to put some of this into practice. Now this is the part, every one of you, when you came in, you should have gotten and received one of these cards. This is the part where you're gonna get to write down your hopes for 2024 and a, and a plan to put it in action. Listen, moms and dads, grandparents in the room, in the last service, this is where my, my uh, Mary Bradford said, in 2024, I wanna get baptized. So I just want you to know, we're giving a, a space right here where you might be able to really pastor your, your, your son, your daughter's hearts or have some really great conversations about some things that you wanna put into practice this next year. That's why we wanna create this space for you on this last day of 2023. Let's thank God for what he's done, but let's begin to ask him, what do you wanna do? And let's begin to put some of that into place because we know that your God and your good cause our feelings to fall into line and our actions will follow. Let me pray for us and I'll turn it over to a shepherd in your room. Father God, thank you for this great Sunday to come one more time and gather with your people and be gathered around your word to sing songs about your truth, that you are a good God and that, that you are God, you reign, you rule. 
And so, Lord, would you help us now to put some of this into practice on every single one of our campuses as we say thank you. Thank you for what you've done as we begin to anticipate with gratitude what you're going to do and we begin to look for it in the days to come. We love you. We're so grateful at New Spring Church for what all we've gotten to see this last year. It's in Christ's name that we pray and we all say together, amen, amen.